0: hello and welcome to behind the journey on this show i talk about an amazing entrepreneur I'm at my prime. hello everyone and uh, welcome back to another episode and uh, today it's absolutely swell i don't know what it's like for everyone else wherever they are in the world but it's absolutely steaming up um i went on holiday last week and came back really mentally refreshed i honestly believe that i was getting pretty run down um from both a mental perspective and a physical perspective uh, and then you went to all that kind of vaccine drama on top of it and it was just i was actually i felt beaten up you know i felt genuinely beaten up and uh the week away i went to the yorkshire i think it's yorkshire dales is what it's called uh went to whitby went to some nice little walks some some of the nice yorkshire villages and had a really really really, really nice time um and i came back absolutely you know mentally refreshed ready to go and ready to kind of keep moving forward which is amazing you know i think this pandemic this lockdown saga this whole period of time has made us all absolutely exhausted you know the people that have continued pushing on continued trying to move forward continue to try to make it all happen you know it's been really really hard for us it's been really really mentally draining and really challenging for us all to get on with and um I just generally believe after you know sixteen or seventeen months or whatever it's been of, of lockdowns, I just was flagging you know I was genuinely genuinely flagging um to be times where I wasn't particularly motivated to work, which for me is just fucking crazy um considering the sort of person I am and uh, I just needed a week away and I went with the family went with the, with the dog uh, and had a really really nice time, you know, just not thinking about work at all. And um, it's quite funny though like Brad went away at the exact same time, the exact same week. Which meant that the actual agency itself and all of the projects we have, and um, didn't have me or Brad, and uh, I'm proud to say that nothing fell apart, you know, nothing dropped off the face of the earth, nothing went amiss. And um, you know, when I came back, I said, "You know, everything okay, guys? Like any drama? No drama at all. Uh, no drama at all, which is amazing. It means that the beast can run, the systems can run, without me and Brad being there. You know, I always was very aware that you know, without me, things could run." Uh, it wasn't so sure about if Brad wasn't there, and um, yeah, everything was fine. Everything kept running, so um, really, really nice to see. Um, amazing, amazing times, amazing times for me at all. In really and I recommend to everyone you know even if you don't think you have the time for a holiday have one because like I said I feel completely and utterly more mentally clear more mentally sound and I think this um, uplift in the government allowing us to do whatever we want now to a degree um, has allowed me to go out and do more things that I've been missing over a longer period of time and it's just been nice you know it's been really really nice to be able to kind of kind of crack on um, without uh, strenuous restrictions in place and while we're on the topic of restrictions um, i'm really disappointed with the government on many different things at the moment uh, i think they've, they're have they playing a lot of things wrong um most importantly the thing that i think they're playing wrong is these vaccine passports now i don't think they're gonna go ahead i don't i think they've used it as a a way to try and force the young generation to go and get a vaccine they don't really particularly need um which may or may not be politically correct, but, you know, having had a vaccine at the age of 28 with a survival rate of 99.9% and had some adverse effects, I just think it's completely stupid that we're vaccinating our under-20s at this point. I think it's absolutely barbaric. Um, and then to force them to go and get it through vaccine passports just makes me think what on earth is going on. I'm genuinely at the point now, genuinely at the point now, I'm just going to have to turn off from this COVID madness. Just completely switch off, not look at what's going on in the news because it's just fucking mentally draining, man. And I think the policies that are getting brought in by this government are totalitarian, authoritarian, and uh, resemble nothing short of North Korea. Um, And I'm deeply concerned about where we're going as a nation, deeply concerned about where we're going as a um, a modern, forward-thinking country. Um, And, um, yeah, yeah. I'm baffled at this point i'm baffled what the actual agenda is i've never won for conspiracy theories never have been um but when we're in a position where the conspiracy theorists are being fucking right i mean it just it blows my fucking mind it blows my fucking mind you know um yeah i mean if you think about where we were two years ago and then say oh by the way guys in two years time you'll be forced to have a vaccine and if you don't have it you can't do anything you want to do i mean you just lose your shit, right but because we've been locked lockdown for so long and because we, you know we've, we've had all these these measures in place it's kind of fucking normal for us um i'm no anti-vax uh, i'm no uh, anti-lockdown um but i am anti fucking comments like no common sense and um I think what the, the government's doing, what the government's saying behind two, behind closed doors are two different things. And this government's being run on opinion polls and uh, popularism, and um, they'll continue to do so because it wins elections and wins votes. I don't think it's the best thing for our country at the moment. I really don't. I think we have the vulnerable completely vaccinated. We have most of the fucking adult population vaccinated at this point, And the only groups of, of individuals that aren't vaccinated are 20 to 30-year-olds and then obviously the younger demographic. Um... Haven't had one vaccine and some of my friends one of my friends she had, she's had a vaccine and she can't control her fucking left hand anymore so like there's loads of stuff going on out there i'm really concerned by it all um not to be anti-vax not to be a scaremonger just let's be realistic and use some common sense um i'm not having my next vaccine a doctor said not to because of my reaction to the first one but i am feeling better things are relaxing some things are getting back to normal and uh, we can move on with our lives hopefully soon sorry to be a debbie downer as we go towards events you know my big concern is i've got some big speaking events in november um if this vaccine passport's in place i probably won't be able to go and speak at them uh, because i won't be able to have my second vaccine uh fuck knows what happens there um if i can't do my speaking circuit because i won't be all vaccinated what do i do at that point um and these are the sort of things going through my head at the moment is this this, go- this government are losing the fucking plot uh, and i really believe that they're just they're on a power trip right now and um you know, what happens to the point when, say, you know, I speak for a living and I can't be double vaxxed. So why can't I go to events? That's what's in the back of my mind right now. And that's a concern. But, you know, at, at the moment, I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling great. I'm just trying to tune out of all this bullshit that's going on in the world right now. It's been 16 months of it. We let the consume, consumers, it will fucking consumers. We've got to try and rate, rise above it and keep moving forward. Otherwise, we go go fucking down the drain. Like, yeah. Uh, I feel like he want us to do it at the moment. You know, mental health is soaring. It's a huge fucking problem in this country at the moment. It's only getting worse. Um one of my friends has been recently diagnosed with depression. Um, the person was fucking fine before. Do you know what I'm saying? The person was fucking fine before this pandemic. Um, and uh and now she's not. So You know, I think we always just wake up a little bit, try and find the positives where we can, try and get ourselves out of this fucking newspaper, news cycle of fucking down and depressive content all the time. It would drag us down. It's not a good place for us to be. Uh, And this is the time where we have to try and create our own fucking mindset, our own uh, trajectory of thought, because otherwise it feels like at the moment, you know, and like I've come back from Hollywood with a new perspective on it all. It feels at the moment that the world wants us to be down. Um, and I've come back this holiday with the opposite mindset that it is time for us to, to to move forward and pick ourselves up and keep pushing forward. And that's exactly what I'm doing at the moment. That's what I'm trying to make happen. And I, I really recommend it for for all of you involved. Um, ban words on Twitter. Delete news apps. Don't watch fucking Sky News and BBC News. Uh, focus on the, 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 the two meetings in front of you you can control um and uh, and don't get down and washed out by all this jargon that's going on right now we've had 16 to 17 months of this right now if we get another 16 17 months of this you know we're going to see huge depressive rates huge suicide rates so i just kind of want to implore you all to, to look after yourself and, and not get sucked into the chaos around us we can't do much else if you want to get vaccinated get vaccinated if you don't want to get vaccinated don't get vaccinated and um, but don't get pushed into the, the the mess that's going around us and focus on like i said the things that you can control um and uh i found myself before my holiday just getting sucked into the news cycle it was really pissing me off um so i'm trying to pull myself out of it now and uh and move forward with things i can't I can actually control it's warm it's fucking warm i'm currently doing this podcast in a meeting room with my t-shirt off thankfully no one can see me uh thankfully they can't but i my t-shirt is off i'm fucking hot um the problem with this office last year was it was too cold. The problem with the office this year is it's too warm. I feel like I can't win, right? I feel like I can't win at the moment. So, um, so yeah. Um, really fucking warm. We've got fans going I need to get the air con serviced and put in. But you know, you never know where you are with office space. This is one of the problems of an entrepreneur and a business owner, you never really know where you are with office spaces. Like what do you actually do? Do you install things if you're only gonna be there for three years? Do you extend your leases for another ten or fifteen year period if you can if you can do so? It's a really, really challenging place for us all to be. So, um, yeah, um, my, my gut feel there is sign longer leases, invest more in the infrastructure. I didn't do that. It's a lesson I've learned. It's something that I'm moving forward with. Um, and it's just, long story short, just one of those things. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge, huge believer, a huge, huge advocate, as you all will know for entrepreneurs starting things, business owners making things happen. These are all things I'm a huge, huge fan of. And when I see someone want to start a business, I get really, really excited. I get really, really excited for numerous different reasons. The first reason is, it's amazing to see people going out and creating value. Um, and I've seen, I've seen a lot of um, Facebook posts and Instagram posts about the space race that's currently happening with the billionaires. And um, there's been a lot of bitching going on. And a lot of people going, oh, you know, with all the problems in the world, why are billionaires racing to space? And I think that's a really negative way of looking at the world, right? I think it's a really negative way of looking at the world when you say, look, here's the billionaires running to space. There's so many more bigger problems on this earth to be had. I don't believe we should ever judge anyone who's trying to create value. I do not believe that a billionaire is out in the space race just because they can or because they're a billionaire. I believe that every single capitalist on this planet that has made their wealth from generating value should be applauded. Richard Branson should be applauded. Jeff Bezos should be applauded. Elon Musk, although I don't particularly like the man <laughs> for obvious Bitcoin reasons, he has to be applauded. Anybody that is out there creating value, bringing value into, the, um, into the, the world needs to be applauded. This idea that because Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson are currently racing for the tourism space race um, and there are more important things on the planet for us to deal with, to me, is completely wrong we should be applauding the go-getters. We should be applauding the people trying to push the boundaries of what is possible in this world. We should. Because if we don't applaud the people that are pushing boundaries in this world, we still would be in horse and car. we wouldn't be in planes, and we most definitely wouldn't be driving electric vehicles. For me, I think we have this negative sentiment around people that have what we don't have. It's very normal. Jealousy is a thing. But if we can get ourselves out of this mindset and support the individuals that are pushing ourselves forward as a species, that is what we need to do. And I'll tell you what, the space race that is currently happening between the world's billionaires will be the thing that will save the world in the end. I tell you now, whether it be the technology that has been created to get us to space, whether it be the technology that gets us off this planet... In 100, 200, 300,000 fucking years, I don't know how long it will be, the people that are pushing this world forward will be the people that in the end save the world. That is how life works. It's merely as simple as that. And speaking of entrepreneurs and things that have been really pushing things forward, I had the absolute pleasure about a year and a half, probably two years ago now, with the pandemic, blurring timelines together, to catch up with a guy called Dan. Dan um, was in my my year at university, Studied studied marketing with me and was really a great guy that supported me through the challenges I had with the course. You know, when I was running the business and also trying to do my degree, you know, Dan would, would support me and help me out with that degree. You know, he would very much um, proofread my dissertation or proofread my, uh, my my work and help give me feedback on the things I didn't know because I didn't go to the lectures because I was too busy running a business. Dan was one of the people that really supported me through that journey and he's a, he's a really good friend and a really nice guy like many things, you, you fall out of contact with these people. It's been, what, five years, probably, um, since I left university. And um, I catch up with him every now and again, but I don't see him as much as I was meant to. I was supposed to see him when lockdown ended, but it got extended, and we were all maybe having a, a catch-up uni- university reunion. But what Dan's been doing for the last two or three years now has been really, really cool. He went out there and created a brand of reading glasses not prescriptive reading glasses reading glasses you know you would buy uh on a shelf right but he said to me the style isn't there i want to make stylish reading glasses so guess what any great entrepreneur or business leader or innovative thought process he went out and created that brand he went out and built the brand called wapta w-a-p-t-a wapta glasses and I love what he did. They were stylish, they were great, they were fashionable, um, and uh, I love the message and the story behind why he created them. And right about, about six months ago, I was chatting to him about sort like this this university reunion, and I said to him, you know, Dan, I'm looking at screens all day, mate. You know, do you have any, any, uh, when the roadmap to create um, blue light glasses, you know, the ones that you could put on to you when you're looking at screens all day, it doesn't... It doesn't fuck your eyes up potentially," he said. "Yeah, yeah, people have been asking about it. You know, potentially, like it could, it could be a thing for me. I, I could make it happen. I thought nothing of it, and then roughly a month ago, he, I went, you know, I came to the office as always, and there was a a, a parcel, like a package, on my on my desk, and someone had sent me a package, and I opened it up, and it was two pairs of wrapster glasses. Um, one was a sunglass range, and one was these. Blue light glasses, right? Went on his website and he doesn't even do the blue light glasses. I assume it was a prototype or an original design that he just kind of created and tested the root of. And from that point, um, you know, I thanked him. I said thanks so much, mate. He didn't have to do that. He said it was a birthday, a late birthday present, I was like, yeah, whatever, mate. I just really appreciate you sending them across. I'm a man that wears Ray Bans. I love my Ray Bans. I've had Ray Bans for absolutely years. I no longer wear Ray Bans. I wear Wapta glasses all the fucking time. I wear my blue light glasses when I'm at work and my eyes are no longer as tired at night. I wear my WAPTA sunglasses when I'm out because it's bloody sunny at the moment. And they're absolutely incredible. When I went away last week, my family were like, these glasses are incredible, Pete. They're so, so stylish. And they would try them on and, and see what they thought. And they really are really fashionable glasses. And I recommend anybody to look at the brand WAPTA to see if, they, if they're the same sort of style that they would like. I honestly believe that Dan's on the verge of creating a really, really cool company. And it'd be someone that I'm gonna be keeping close eye on over the next few years. His uh, domain name is Wapter.co, um, And this isn't no sponsored piece, you shouldn't know better, this isn't a sponsored piece. This is a business and entrepreneur guy collaborating and applauding with a guy that I believe is doing amazing things. If any of you are doing amazing things, you let me know and I'll applaud you too. Because like I said, This is the time where we should be applauding entrepreneurs for pushing forward and generating, generating and creating value. The art of creating value is a very, very difficult place to be. It's very, very hard to create something. It's very, very hard to create something, comma, that works. And any entrepreneur out there that is doing so needs to be applauded by society. It's very fucking important that we do that. Because the moment we start criticizing and we start laughing at Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson's this billionaire space race, what you're doing is you're making the next person also not believe it's possible. If we start applauding these individuals for what they are, which is the greatest wealth creators the planet has ever seen, it then inspires the whole next generation of future wealth creators that the world has ever seen. And that to me is the most important thing we can do because this world is run by wealth creators, because wealth creators employ people and, and, and people who are employed have a better sense of living. The more people employed, the higher the living age comes, the higher the life expectancy comes, the lower amount of disease in the world. It's all been proven that the more economic value a world has, the less poverty and negative sentiments there are in the world. We need to be in the space of picking people up. We need to be in the space of adding value and supporting individuals as we move further forward. That, to me, is absolutely crucial. And I always do it. I always applaud him. And do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask Dan, after this podcast, if he wants to come on the podcast. Because I think it would be absolutely phenomenal to see what it took for Dan to create the products, How did he design them? How did he find them? How did it make it work? And this isn't gonna be some big brand that you've all heard of. This is a new upcoming brand that I think will bring value to you as entrepreneurs listening to this episode. For me, I think that'd be huge. It's gonna be absolutely massive value. And I believe it will give you the inspiration for you to start your own business. It's very, very easy, I think, to start a business online. Very easy to start a business online and resell a few products. I have a few businesses like that. They're not particularly interesting, they're not particularly hard. Drop shipping is easy. I'll tell you what's hard. What's hard is creating a product, engineering that product, doing the research in that product, getting the product and then selling it. That is the hardest part. That is craftsmanship. That is real thoroughbred entrepreneurship. And I'm gonna have the conversation. I'm gonna send a text after this podcast saying, Dan, do you wanna come on the show? And hopefully he does. Who knows? I think it'll be a really great and insightful conversation. And I hope you all liked Spooner's podcast last week. Uh, obviously, I wasn't here, so it was great to have him on the show to cover that section. I think it was amazing. I think Spooner's a really interesting character. I see the guy going strength to strength and making a real impact on the world, which is exactly what we want for the people who come on the show. And, um, you know, it's all, I always learn something with Spooner. I always learn something new. Um, I think he's a great, great character. And I think that anyone listening to this should go across and listen to some of his content, some of his podcasts, and, and see what he does. Um he's a real, real great guy. And it's always a pleasure to be to be around him. I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there I think you have a run. Uh, it was Distract's sixth birthday last night, which meant it got a bit wild, which means I'm hungover, which means I need to sweat it out. So I'm gonna do a five to eight K, depending on how I'm feeling when I start on the on the old treadmill. Um, and just run it out, try and sweat it out, uh, and try and uh, feel a little bit better for tomorrow. You're all great. I appreciate all of you. Hope you're all doing okay. Hopefully, you're, you're standing above all this bullshit. Um, I'm sorry this podcast started quite negatively. It's just how I feel. This podcast is my journal. It's uh, it's the true version of me. I'll never twist the, the proof, the truth. I'll never deviate away from the realities. And I always, always hope to make an impact on whatever you're trying to do. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. I'll speak to you guys next week.